For some, words become song. For Pietra Alexander, words from song become music. To understand the enigma, Pietra Alexander, you need to understand Tom Hobden and Elliot James. Both come from musical families and began working together since they first met when Tom Hobden played in Noah and the Whale. Their producer was none other than Elliot James. Tom Hobden has played all around the world from Coachella to headlining the Wilderness Festival in 2013. Elliot James is a record producer based in the now legendary Estcott's Studios in London. One has been on The Tonight Show and the other has sold award-winning multi-platinum records. Together, they work daily to bring Pieter's music to life. Despite their fame, the duo Pieter Alexander are intelligent, funny, kind, and rather surprised to hear that their debut album, Closer Still, was playing in America. a fledgling outfit and project that this means a lot you know this stage yeah it does yeah gentlemen you're just getting started with your debut album closer still what would be a dream project for you dream project i would love to see the genre that we're sort of immersed in at the moment this neoclassical scene really coming into the real world of shows and, and concerts and maybe even you know seeing more bands that do what we do getting onto festival circuits and things, actually becoming a much more tangible experience rather than just, you know, it does very well on the streaming services and things. There's a real, real hunger for it there. I just love to see it come into the real world more. And, and it does, it feels rather, yeah, to talk about that seriously, it feels like the, there's a sort of neoclassical scene at the moment and it's very much pigeonholed as being neoclassical. And then you have the alternative music scene. And there seems to be a, a bit of a divide really mm. and, I, and I think we're in a funny place where we slightly sit on that divide mm. and I don't see a great deal of difference between what Olaf Arnolds is doing and what Radiohead are doing in terms of it coming from a, a similar place you know, when I say Radiohead I mean they're more recent sort of experimental mm. stuff but yet there seems to be there seems to be a bit of a division I don't know and I, I'd like to see that becoming more or less sort of exclusive one way yeah. or the other, you know. Yeah, I agree, yeah. How would you describe your sound to someone who has never heard your music before? So we make instrumental music, primarily focusing on strings, string family and piano and electronic elements, which is we, we write from an emotional stance and we try to get across a mood in a piece. And our pieces aren't long, they're not rambling, sort of exploratory creations. They're, much, they're quite considered in their, in their scope. Obviously, if you're more inclined to listen to music with lyrics and vocal melody, it is different, but it still has that um, accessibility, I think, because we understand that the power of a melody is what we do as a job. I'd like to think that what we do musically is sort of harmonically it's a bit more exploratory than, I suppose that's really the difference, isn't it, between what you might call alternative music and something that's neoclassical. And I think certainly the music we make is quite harmonically rich and 
Mm. We tend to try and move, you know, musically move to places that are a little bit more demanding mm. in certain ways than the music you might hear in the sort of in the mainstream. But on the other hand, we, you know, the main thing is that it's a pleasure to listen to, and that's what I think. That's the one thing we feed off is it's not about trying to be loud or weird or necessarily wonderful. It's just kind of making sure that we enjoy what we're hearing. And that's Absolutely. I hope that people who listen to it can reflect on whatever way they're listening to it and whatever emotion they feel at that time, whatever mood they're in. They can react to it differently each time they listen to it. There's different things that will jump out, the different moods created that you'll respond to. That's what I hope. As a band that plays music without words, how would you describe your stage performance? Yeah, we've made a bunch of short films that we show or have showed as part of the show. Yeah, we've got quite an interesting setup. We've kind of got the setup with lots of old light bulbs that, that sort of flicker on and off. Well, they flicker and we can kind of control them to kind of dim and move in time with the music. So it's, it's, it is quite visual. I think that's an important part of, I think, doing, making music, you know, there's no centre focus. Mm. So we feel that visuals are quite an important Yeah, there is an element like to a lead add. singer in the band that draws the attention. It's... Just us two on stage with our loop pedals. And we are. You're making it. You're making it a more of an experience. You're making it as relevant as you can to the crowd. Who would you say are Pieta Alexander's biggest musical influences? Ah, uh, there you go. Our influences. I think it goes right from the. I think we are quite sort of balanced in our influences in that we both have a healthy dose of, or rather, Pieta has a healthy back catalogue of, of classical input. Mm. I'm big on Bach. For example, I just can't, I can't fault listening to some Bach at night. My kid keeps <laughs> laughing at me about it. One comment he made to my wife the other day was, why is dad so obsessed with Bach? Is that what he said? Yeah. Obsessed. Strong. Which is, yeah, perhaps a bit strong. <laughs> we've got that, and then obviously we've got lots of normal music that you hear on the radio input that we've both either enjoyed or been a part of in terms of working. So I suppose it's quite eclectic really isn't it? it's quite eclectic yeah in any way to limit ourselves in terms of the scope of where we might take peter alexander peter alexander solid sonically we'd like to be quite adventurous with records down the years we'll see what happens halfway through the interview pieta alexander's sense of humor began peeking from behind the green curtain what is pieta alexander's biggest pet peeve probably an out of tune piano that, that noise although that can be quite character that's true actually yeah. Uh, he does have one pet hate, and that's, um, it's going to sound a bit geeky, but when you do string arrangements, occasionally, if you're not very good, you occasionally play two notes, the same note at the same time on two instruments. That really annoys people. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Never happened. Yeah, a certain side of yes, it's a character gets annoyed by that. <laughs> so I take it managing time with Pieta Alexander can get a bit stringy? <laughs> <It's stringy. laughs> he, he, he knows what he wants and, and what you know the sound he's out there to get so if we can be conduits to that if we can make that happen fantastic if not we feel it's full rough yeah we're just the facilitators you know? yeah the enablers yeah. feeling it's full wrath does that make pieta alexander demanding of you he can be <laughs> he can be a hard taskmaster He's quite demanding when it comes to time because he likes to do things generally between the hours of 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. when a certain member of the team has to pick up his kid from school. Yeah, exactly. So um, 
Yeah, he's yeah, quite demanding. For a musical mastermind, he gets up quite early. Usually musicians rise late and, you know, work into the, into the wee hours of the, the night. I mean, to be honest, this is, is currently 6, no, 7 p.m. It's like the middle of the night. <laughs> this is the other end of the day, completely. You're lucky to catch him. He sounds very musical. Yeah, well, you could, that he is, yeah. You could say that. As you can hear from his record. <laughs> What's Pieter's favourite food? Probably caviar. No, 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 no. Artichokes. What? I don't know. I don't know. I'm lost. I'm lost in the pizza world. My brain is not caviar. No, it's too. No, no, it's more the pizza verse. Yeah, something, something, you know, classy. Artichokes. <laughs> it's a great vegetable. Maybe olives. Cheese and olives. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Is Peter a strict vegetarian? Well, that's a, that's an interesting question. There's actually, funnily enough, you, you mentioned that I'm actually normally vegetarian, but I've just started eating chicken, and I'm I'm not quite sure whether I'm going to start working my way through the rest of the animal kingdom or go back to being vegetarian. It's very hard when you're vegetarian. It's quite hard to eat a balanced diet, so occasionally I eat a bit of chicken. But I think Pieter's deep inside. He'd like to be vegetarian. Maybe, but yeah. Temptation gets the better of him. What music consumes Pieter Alexander? Oh, that's a good one. The classics. Yeah, I think quite quite open-minded. I think he uh, he's probably he's well versed in the classics, but um, uh, in the classical music rather, I should say. And then maybe a bit more experimental. He's got an open mind still. Uh, some neoclassical composers but I guess he's doing his own thing on that theme. Is there a motto or something that someone has had an effect on you that you live by? I've got a motto, not motto, not, it's not a personal motto, but it's like a saying, that, which is actually quite cynical now I'm thinking about it, but I have abided by it sometimes in my life, which is that no one really knows anything. And what I mean by that and how I've interpreted that is that you should never feel that you're, you're not qualified enough to do something or, or to... I mean, not in every sense. Obviously, you know, you're not going to walk into a hospital and try and save someone who's just been in a car crash or something. You're obviously not capable. You're not a doctor. You can't just go in there. But what I mean by that is you should always have an inner confidence in what you do. will dispel all the naysayers. And you should have confidence in front of people who you feel will know more about that thing than you because it isn't often the case. Yeah, it's true. Certainly growing up, trying to make a career in the music, you, you meet a lot of people who you feel them they should be more authoritative or have more experience and more knowledge than you. But really, if you're driven and you know what you're after and you're, you're pursuing your own unique whatever it is, you should have the guts to do it. So that's kind of, that's been a, an inner guiding light for me down the years. I think everything that Tom said rings very true. So I would concur fully with that. And I think Pieter would abide by that. Thank you so much. He's, a, he's an enigma. Pieta Alexander's album Closer Still has been circulating around the world ever since it debuted in February of 2019. Pieta Alexander would like to come to Orange County, California to play their beautiful music. They've also been invited to play in a lighthouse in Iceland. When I asked what Pieta Alexander would like to be remembered for, their response was, he's just getting started. Pieta Alexander, the Enigma. <laughs>